Welcome to the White House Family Spoken Novels Podcast, episode 411. Today we are reading chapter 51 of the novel, All the Bishop's Children, book 2, by Daniel White III with his wife, Marika White. DJ remained silent. Even though he knew how to play the Love Mommy Hate Daddy game, and play it well, he knew his mother was at fault most times. He loved Mommy when she allowed him to use her car, and even his father's car, albeit against his wishes, at times. He loved Mommy when she allowed him to party all night, even on a school night, despite his father's protests. He loved Mommy because even though she knew he was having sex with girls, she never once told him not to. In fact, she encouraged him when she gave him the condoms. Dad would never do that, even if someone was paying him a million dollars. Your mother is going to apologize to you also, but she claims she needs more sleep this morning. So hopefully she'll do it sometime this week, Dwight said to the children. Okay, Dad, Rachel, Kennedy, and Jessica said. If Mom apologizes, that may mean my game plane might be coming to an end, DJ thought. That's not good. The apology the children waited on from their mother never came. What do you think about Dad apologizing to us, Kennedy asked DJ later that week. It's all well and dandy. If he feels he needs to, then let him, DJ said. I really believe Mom should apologize too, if for nothing else but for usurping Dad's authority, Kennedy said. I overheard Dad telling Mom he's going to have a talk with the women at the church about them being more submissive to their husbands. He also told her that from his talking with some of the men and listening to their complaints, that the main issue in their homes was their wives and their disobedience. Dad told Mom that, DJ asked in disbelief. He sure did. Well, well, he's stepping it up, DJ said. This I must see. If you want my opinion, I don't believe Mom's going to just sit back and let it happen. She's not even obedient here. There's no way that she's going to stand with him on that. She's go past her, and I predict that if Dad does not put his foot down and stand firm with her name's going to be, and stand firm with her, rather, her name's going to be on the marquee as Bishop of Love and Peace quite soon. Isn't it a bit late for him to do that now, Kennedy asked. <laughs> it's their thing. All I know is I want no part of it. It's a bunch of confusion, DJ said. At least Dad's trying to turn it all around. I've seen a change in him since the Billy Graham crusade, Kennedy said. He's trying to turn it around, but with Mom in the way, it's going to turn upside down, DJ said. But I must admit, I do see some changes in him. That night, as DJ lay in his bed, he thought on the changes he saw in his father. He turned over in his mind his father's genuine apology. He thought on his mother's refusal to apologize and to simply follow her husband's leading. He thought on the conversation he and his father had a while back and the reason his father gave him for his giving in to his wife at times. DJ, I do it to keep the peace. All I know is that is not real peace. If you as a husband can't say what you want to say in your own house, then there's no way you can have peace. Sometimes you have to go to war to have real peace. If I ever get married, I am not going to let my wife have me all tied up in knots like that. Lord, please show me the light out of this madness, this darkness, and this confusion, DJ mumbled before falling off to sleep.
Dwight continued to dig deeper into the Word of God, seeking understanding, so he could guide the flock. He set out on a personal study of Timothy, that young pastor whom Paul encouraged to keep on keeping on in the faith. As he read chapter 3 of Paul's first epistle to Timothy, Dwight sought to see whether or not he met the biblical requirements for the office of a bishop. Husband of one wife, check. Rosalind has been my one and only wife for these past 18 years. Vigilant and sober, check. I believe in prevention and thus I try to stay prayed up. Of good behavior, check. I try to live an obedient life and be good at to all. Given to hospitality, check. I love to help people. Apt to teach, check. I try to impart the word every chance I get. Not given to wine, check. I'm no drunkard. No striker, check. I would rather turn the other cheek. Not greedy or filthy lucre, check. I'm not a lover of money. Be patient, check. Maybe too patient. Not a brawler, check. I hate conflict. Not covetous, check. I'm more than content with what God has blessed me with. So far so good, do I thought, as he continued his self-check. One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Hmm, do I thought as he read verses 4 and 5 again. This is not good, he kept saying to himself as he reflected on his marriage and family since his inception. And I know Rosalind has not been the wife she ought to be as a bishop's wife. I'm sure the requirements for a deacon's wife are probably the same requirements for a pastor's wife. He says a woman ought to keep silence in the church. She must be grave, not a slanderer, sober, faithful in all things. Oh boy. Dear God, I cannot hide the truth from you. Rosalind has a spirit of resistance in just about everything I do, be it for the church or the family. The children are becoming increasingly rebellious and are going their own way. I confess I should have put my foot down from day one of this marriage. It's convicting to hear this coming from my most rebellious child, but in all honesty I have to agree with him. He's right. Keeping quiet just to keep the peace leaves us with a false sense of peace. Does this disqualify me as Bishop of Love and Peace? Does this mean I have to turn the church over to another who meets all the requirements as set forth in your word? One whose wife is truly submissive to him? Lord, I need some answers. Thank you for joining us for this episode of White House Family Stories. You may purchase a copy of this novel and any other Christian fiction books read on this podcast from Amazon.com. Now, dear listener, please know that God, the divine author of all things, wants to write a great story with your life as well. But first, you must give him the pen by trusting him with the life he gave you and surrendering your heart to Jesus Christ as Savior. Here is how. 1. Accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.20, For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 2. Accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death.
three, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10.28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. The Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death. 4. Accept the fact that you cannot do anything to save yourself. The Bible states in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 5. Accept the fact that God loves you more than you love yourself, and that he wants to save you from hell. Jesus Christ said in John 3:16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. With these facts in mind, please repent of your sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and pray and ask him to come into your heart and save you this very moment. The Bible states in the book of Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, please pray with me this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I now believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. If you believed in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, go to gospelightsociety.com and read what to do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Thank you so much for listening and may God bless you until next time.